Life is amazing. Life is like really good. Um, um, everybody's healthy. I'm blessed. I have no complaints. What about you? Same. Like no complaints. Blessed. So, yeah. I want to get into this though. Uh, so you just released your new track, uh, Catch the Spade. Uh, what was the inspiration behind the track title? I thought it was very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Catch this fade was like just a thing of like, you know, people taking your kindness for weakness, whether it be everyday life or music business or, you know, that I just had an experience as a kid, you know, just growing up with certain things. In the second verse, I talk about like how I won like my, one of my first fights and my dad was there. Like, um, it was like comedic in a way. It was like, yo, know, you won the fight. Like, why would you come in the house crying? You know, that's the last thing, but it's yeah. also like, you know, it relates to today's time. People don't really fight no more. I don't really see kids outside, like, handling their issues that way. Always in a more escalated way. I don't promote violence in any way, but if we do, you know, basically, let's throw the hands, catch the fade, let's figure out, and then we can have a conversation <laughs> after. <laughs> so basically, that was my take on it. Yeah, and so you will be, you will be releasing your new project uh, soon. Uh, could you tell us a bit about what fans should expect? Um, so this album is called Sunday Dinner. It's basically about, you know, um, me being raised by my parents and maybe until I was four years old and my grandma, you know, taking me in because of that drug habit. So like while living with her, she's a lot older and, you know, I'm growing, I'm moving around a lot, I'm picking up everything real fast. So I start to learn like, you know, her her main rule was, you know, to get up and go to church every day. That was like the family rule. Like, not every day, I'm sorry, every Sunday. That was like the main mm-hmm. family rule. Um, And in that, after church, you know, she would have everybody over for Sunday dinner. Um, So I'm, I'm like the young, you know, the young mischievous kid picking up, you know, people's like, you know, how they live and what I want to be and what I don't want to become from these good and bad personalities, whether it's the drug dealing cousin, you know, my mom who was on drugs, my aunt who was on drugs, or just, you know, but positive influences too, whether it was my cousin who was the first to go to college and just taking what I want, yeah. want to become and don't want to become, you know, and molding the person that I am. Wow. So, any surprise guests on the project? Like, is there any surprise guests that we should be checking for? I mean, I, you may not be able to, like, say the name yet, but hint. <laughs> I can I say the name. I, um, I got one that I'm, like, really excited about because I've been a fan of her since I was a kid. Um, Tweet, she's on the album. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, so that's, like, something that I'm, like, super proud about because I was I always, like, Wanted to do a record with her since, you know, coming getting in the music yeah. bit before, way before the music business, before I was even writing songs. You know, I was like a fan of her, just a fan of her album. So to do that, that was like a proud moment for me to get her on the album. Nice and um, where you still going? I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I'm done. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Um. That's really dope. And uh, let me ask you this. Dream collaboration. If you could work with any artist that you haven't had a chance to work with, uh, which artist would that be? 
fucking work with any artist that I haven't had a chance to work with. Dead or alive? Or just right now? I don't have to say alive. <laughs> alive. <laughs> For sure. Okay. <laughs> Man. Jay-Z. Nice. Jay-Z. Jay-Z, you know, he practically raised me through his music. Like, along with, like, to go back to even the album title, like, picking up what's going on in the house, picking up what's going on outside, and you know, picking up what's going on, going on in the music. He was like the most, you know, relevant person since forever. <laughs> so I'm like listening to him. Yeah. You know, I'm learning a different thing because I'm outside. I'm outside when I'm at a certain age and I'm like listening to his music and also knowing what not to do and what to do. So he kind of had a, played a big part in raising, you know, not just my generation, multiple generations. So just to be able to do anything with him was like, yeah, and let me ask you this, because you mentioned Hope. Um, favorite Hope album, like, which album is your your, your favorite? He has so many, but, like, which one is your favorite? Man, my favorite. That's a tough one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think The Blueprint. The Blueprint. I think The Blueprint. The, yeah, blueprint, the blueprint is my the favorite one. as well. Yeah, Blueprint is my favorite. Yeah, Blueprint is my favorite. That's like, I remember, like, outside of somebody giving me some money, I thought it was, like, the first album I I bought with my own money. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) What's what's so crazy is I have, like, another crazy story. Like, when I was younger, I was really young, but it was this album that that one of my aunties was listening to, and I, like, Mm. snuck the album out of her CD. Uh, like her CD player and took it home and the album was The Blueprint. <laughs> I always tell people that. Oh, like, wow. Um, it was one of the, yeah, it was one of the first albums that like I was like I I loved the, I just loved what was what was being said and everything so I, that's a, definitely a memory I remember from um, The Blueprint. Yeah, classic, Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Celebrating 50 years of hip-hop uh Top five all time. Now I know that could be hard to just uh, yeah. <laughs> down to five, but who's making your list? Like who's who's on your top five all time? Man, I feel like, I right, this is this is tough because like when I had these conversations, I feel like it's easy to make a top five just because people are influenced by other people's top five. But genuinely, like on a every day, my top five would be, um. Tupac and Biggie, but I always like leave them out because those are two names that's gonna everybody's gonna say those two guys. But I feel like a better question would be a top five without those two. Um. Yeah. Oh man. Jay Z, Nas, Andre, three thousand. Uh, uh, LL Cool J. Snoop. Oh wow, that's a really dope list. I like that one. And that LL Cool J is like, yeah, I think he's like so legendary for sure. Uh, but because you mentioned, I feel like you get left out on a lot of people's list too. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why he gets left yeah, out on crazy. a lot of people's list. Yeah, it's very interesting. 
But because you mentioned Nas and Andre 3000, they did give you cosigns. I would like to know, like, what was that like for those to be uh, two of your favorite rappers to, like, give you a cosign? Man, the most amazing, like, moments ever. I, I gave you, like, two stories where um, I remember going to see Dre. Um, my manager at the time, he was taking me up there. And, like, when I walked in, he's like, yo, you're, like, one of my favorite rappers. And I'm like, what? I'm, like, embarrassed because I'm like, yo, everybody's, like, paying attention to me. And it's, like, people that I knew just from being around mm-hmm. Atlanta in the room, they just looking like, like he's one of your favorite rappers. Like, yeah, like, he's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, he's like, uh, he's like, yo, if I, you know, if I ever did a song with you, you know, you'll make me rap better than I ever had to rap. Yeah. And I could hear like a pin drop in the room, and I'm like, he's like, yo, let me know when you get to, uh, when you get to Dallas. I guess he was living out there at the time. I'm gonna come mm-hmm. to a show, and I'm like, yo, you're not, you're not ever coming to a show, whatever. So I get to the show. <laughs> you know, he has like a very distinct voice. So he's like coming down the hall. Yeah. Like, yo, this motherfucker really, really came to the show. This is crazy. <laughs> he's like, but so so down to earth though. He's like, yo, it's only like ten people in the crowd. Like, take a picture and let people know I'm here. <laughs> so, so we take the picture. By the time I go out there, it's like packed. Wow. Like one of the worst shows I've ever had because he's like, everybody in the crowd is looking at him and he's looking at me. <laughs> it was like, yeah. so, it was crazy, like from a movie. But super super humble. Um, Nas as well like I remember being bummed about something and somebody was like yo Nas is here to see you out of the blue and I'm like stop playing whatever I'm about to go <laughs> you know I'm about to go explore the town and get around I was on tour at the time with uh, Absol so I go upstairs and he's up there they're like nah he's up here for real and I get up there and he was like yo like you want to go on tour um, and I'm like, oh, this is crazy. It's like something from a movie. And we just, I'm like, of course. So we just start sitting down. He's like, let me fill you out first. We talk for like four or five hours. It's about hip hop and, you know, just different things. And we went on tour like later that year. So yeah, like to get it from, to get the cosign from those two guys is like, that was like amazing. Yeah, that's crazy. I want to ask you this because you you got an opportunity to uh, be on NPR uh, Tiny Desk. Were you uh, on NPR Tiny Desk? I was. Yeah, how was that? Because I know like they always had the best <laughs> the best concerts and all that. Like it's really cool. How was that experience? Uh, it was like probably an- another one of my. I don't really have like a whole lot of bad shows. Not to my own, my own horn or anything, but. I think that was another bad show for me because I had the flu. Like, I was, like, super sick. I didn't want to. And I was like, yo, this is terrible. And I was, like, so ready. I was passing out. If you ever watch it, I look like I'm about to just pass out at any moment. Oh, wow. But, like, the whole experience was dope overall outside of that. But to me, I always felt like I needed, like, redemption. I got to go back up there. (laughs) Yeah. I want to ask you this, um, because you are, you were, like, raised, your upbringing in South Carolina, 
Um, uh-huh. it's like it's a, it's a small town, correct? Like in, in South Carolina. Very small. Could you could you tell me a bit about like were there any like moments of or like any artists that are from the area that like you were inspired by? Um, hip hop scene is it's not a whole lot. It's not a lot of diversity. It's like I came up like battle rapping. It was other people that were there. But overall, like on a, on a bigger scale, I got a cousin who was like, uh, his name is Young Scooter. He raps. He's like, like closely associated to like Future. So, so like to see him like move and do the things he was doing, um, and me just watching and just being a fan, also still, you know, making my music, um, that kind of like inspired me. Like, yo, you could really be from this place and like. Just do something in life, just on a bigger scale other than just music, like just seeing him just move around with him and be on records and have a hit record and, you know, and more. So, yeah, just watching him, that kind of, that, that inspired me a lot. So, ending out, uh, I want you to, I want to give you an opportunity to uh, tell any of your fans that are listening, um, what they should be getting for Sunday dinner when it releases and, just any last words to end the interview? Um, For me, I think with this album, this is like my most personal album. It's very self-reflective. Um, I feel like, you know, a lot of times with my albums, it was like, yo, this is dope. He has the punchlines. The production is dope. But I don't really know who he is. Um, But I think with this album, you get a lot of that. You get a lot of, a lot about my upbringing. You get a lot of, you get a lot of, um, you know, just just self-reflecting, just not pointing the finger rap. It's more like, yo, I have these issues, and if you can relate, you know, come be a part of my tribe, and I can make music for us, you know, for for the long haul. Um, but I think with this album, like, kind of kind of understand who I am as a person. I didn't chase the sound. Um, I didn't rely on my insecurity as far as the punchline and trying to put that first because I was trying to like to uh, suppress the story, I think with me this time and this go around, it was more about um, just more about who I am as a person, the good, bad, and the ugly. And I think this is by far my, my best album. All right. And that's going to end our interview, Nick. Uh, thank you so much.